Today's episode is brought to you by Dr. Dish, trusted and innovation solution basketball training machines. Check out their revolutionary skill building program at drdishbasketball.com. Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Pirano. Today's guest, Coach Kyle from I Can Be Ball, is on the show. We talk hoops, life. Let's dive right in with Coach Kyle. Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Pirano, here with my man, Coach Kyle from I Can Ball. What's up, Coach? Coach Pirano, what is happening? It's been a long time coming, sir. Yes. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm fantastic. You know, it's uh, um, I'm I'm just blessed right now. I'm just blessed. I'm I'm looking out. Uh, if you if you're on social media, um, man, you there's a lot of a, a lot of a lot of ways you could be discouraged right now, but it's actually a real blessing right now. So, uh, um, you know, things things are going great. How you doing, sir? I'm I'm doing well, man. How's the bay treating you? <laughs> the bay is doing all right. So the bay was one of the first areas. I think it was actually the first area in the country to go on on a shelter in place. And so we've been at it for some time now, um, but you just got to adjust it um, day by day. Everything's different. Um, and uh, you just got to be, you just got to be real fluid. Uh, no matter if it's in business and life, just you got to take things um, day by day. So uh, the bay's been good. Um, so just really just making the most out of it. I'm really enjoying my time right now. And so um, yeah, just man, this is this is awesome. I can't wait uh, to to get after it. Nice. So <laughs> who who inspired you in basketball? And if if you could tell my listeners a little bit of your uh, background in growing up in ball? Uh, as far as inspiration, um, I've always enjoyed uh, playing the game as a kid. Um, Michael Jordan was the first person uh, that I watched. Um, and uh, I remember us um, just staying up late, uh, just watching him, every uh, Michael Jordan video that came out. Um, I would I'd rent it uh, from the library or just, um, I know, Space Jam was actually my favorite movie of all time. I think I watched it about two or three times a week. Um, and so Michael Jordan was my earliest uh, inspiration, um, watching Space Jam, how he would shoot in the backyard. Um, he had that metal net. Um, I asked my dad if he could uh, put up a metal net in uh, in the backyard, and I would, I would do the same thing. It would be time for bed, but I'd sneak out to the backyard, try to get a couple jumpers up, and uh, be like Mike. So... Early on, it was a uh, it was Michael Jordan, and then um, uh, just watching different guys. I'd I'd go to the the local, local community centers and just watching older guys um, hoop. And um, as I got a little bit older, um, my dad would actually throw me into the fire and have me jump in with some of these older guys and a lot of adults. And so I just kind of learned to uh, enjoy and love the game, um, basically through watching other people. Nice. I like the fact that your dad threw you into the fire. Um, you know, my my brothers, I had two older brothers and, and that's what they did with me. We would go down to the local rec center. Um, you know, we would watch MJ as well, uh, perfect a move from him, Gary Payton, Tim Hardaway. 
Um, and then obviously play each other one-on-one at our house and then go to the local rec centers and play two on two, three on three, five on five. And literally that's how you perfected your craft. It wasn't against, uh, it wasn't against cones. It was always bones <laughs> over cones. Actually, <laughs> There you go. There you go. Yeah. Actually. Um, yeah. When I was a seventh grader, uh, my dad used to take me to watch this one uh, high school out here uh, uh, in the barrier, uh, Newark Memorial. They would always go to, um, you'd see them every year in the uh, NorCal championships. Um, one of the best uh, teams in the area at the time. And um, they would, they would make state about every other year. And my dad actually would take me to their open gym and I would go and play against the varsity guys as a middle schooler. And so these kids that from the bleachers, now you're actually playing against them as a seventh grader. And so um, that, that was really a big, uh, a big game changer uh, for me personally. But I, I hear you though. That, that's um, it's it's always fun. It's always fun to go after it um, with your sibling or or a family member because uh, you know even though um, the other guys might be older and bigger, you got you got your your blood brother with you. They you know they got your back if something goes down. So there you go. Yeah, I like that. Um, did, did you do you notice now with uh, skill training and in uh, the development you're doing with your players? that there is less of that? I mean, obviously, after you get done with a skill training, kids might play one-on-one, mm-hmm. but do you notice them playing less like three-on-three or five-on-five going out to local rec centers, local parks? Because as a hooper myself, mm-hmm. I didn't just go to my local rec center. Dude, i jump on the trolley. We mm-hmm. would ride our bikes 10 miles and go to different outdoor parks, different mm-hmm. rec centers to play different competition. Yeah. Yeah, Um that's a good point actually, because I know there's, um, there's an app and a little program now they promote open gym runs <laughs> back. I mean, before years ago, 10 years ago, you didn't have to promote open gym runs, you know, just people, people show up. And, right. uh, I remember, uh, one uh, community center I went to, uh, in particular, I mean, it was just, it was just always packed. And then, uh, I went there about, um, eight years later. Um, and it's just, it's not really a ghost town. I mean, you got a couple kids shooting, but I remember it was the spot to be. And so, um, but now, like I said, you got to, you got to promote open runs. Um, I think there's different apps for it. Um, but yeah, it's just not, um, not as uh, the, the rec center runs haven't been as big. I feel like as they used to be. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, no, no disrespect to any of you guys that are trainers because I, I love to train as well. And, you know, I'm more of a <clears throat> basketball coach with my club teams. But do you feel like the AAU program, it could be a, it could be effect of myself, too, with my programs with the the practicing they have with multiple teams or one team and then the skill trainings that they do throughout the week also with skill trainers is kind of made that a lost dinosaur? Because I remember growing up, it was like, man, Mondays, you got to be at Camacho Gym. Tuesdays, you were at mm-hmm. Muni. Wednesdays, you were at South Mission. Also, Sundays. Um you know, Thursdays you were at another rec center. Like, like everybody knew of the about the the whatever rec center or outdoor court you had to go to. Mm-hmm. What their hot day was like. Okay, you got to go here Monday nights because this is like the top level competition. Like, do you think uh-huh. that's where the it's falling off? Um, that is a good point. I feel like um, that that is a uh, valid case because. Yeah, kids, um, some kids are on multiple AAU teams. And a lot of times they aren't trained with me because um, 
well, coach, oh, we have practice Monday and uh, Wednesday, so we can't make your uh, we can't make your session. Like, no worries. I uh, I totally understand. And then they have tournaments every weekend, and right. so man, um, hoop is is a uh, year round. And before I just played AU basically just in the spring and summer. Um, but man, they have fall ball. Um, and then they even have uh, they're even going full steam in the winter time. Um, so. I believe that has that definitely does has um, something to do with it. So, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I have parents now that are not because of COVID nineteen, but prior to this, mm-hmm. we're hitting me up and they're like, "Okay, we're in a league. All right, so what, what's up with the next tournament? Look, can we get in a tournament?" I'm like, "Dang, dude, you guys just played the last six weeks straight. Like, don't you want a weekend off?" Oh no, no, my son, my nest, we need to get games. I'm like. Mm-hmm. man okay let, let me find tournaments for you guys I, I get you a coach or i'll go coach them but uh-huh. sometimes i'm like dude i just want a break <laughs> you know <laughs> yep yep yeah <laughs> i hear you man oh man so, so you're at you have a you have um, a whole program you said right are you ever yeah i um, have a, man. i have a whole program i got seven uh-huh. teams right now we right got on. um right right before COVID 19 happened i got enough kids to try out to create another two teams um obviously uh we're at a standstill so i can mm-hmm. possibly coming up next season be mm-hmm. at nine teams if not i'll stay at the seven or eight uh-huh uh, yeah i, I want to start to a, a parent um right before i started out uh training um i said hey uh what's what's the benefit of sending your kid to a trainer um now this was actually uh he's actually a missionary um and uh, he's played a little bit of basketball, but I kind of just want to look at it from a parent's perspective. And then uh, he said, um, he's actually a Spanish pastor uh, now, but he said one, one reason why I would send my kid to a different class where it's martial arts or like a private music uh, lesson or just have a private instructor is that it gives um, my kid uh, different authorities. Um, so, I'm sure I could teach them something, but I'm sure they get tired of hearing my voice. So having a different, um, different authority where there's school, you know, you're at, you're at, you're at church, uh, you have a, you have a coach, uh, private tutor, just having different authorities. It keeps everything fresh, but they're just not hearing from, from me all the time. And so, yeah, it's definitely, you want you by nature, we're selfish and we want to have that, um, authority. We want to be, the voice in every aspect of a, of a young kid's life. But then we have to realize that they might get, you know, might get tired of um, hearing your voice all the time. They, you want them to have uh, different perspectives. And so um, right on. So I feel like for, for your, for your son, especially, I know he, I'm sure he loves you to, to death and you love him. Um, but then just to keep it, keep it fresh. Um, uh, but yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing, man. I, mm-hmm. I've been truly, truly blessed. This goes into our next segment anyways. Uh-huh. I've been truly blessed with um, the basketball community that we're around. So we have the privilege of, uh, you know, hanging out and training with Gannon Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, good friend of mine, Cody Topper. He, he dropped boxes and me, all kinds of stuff for uh-huh. Elijah to watch and mm-hmm. for my teams to watch, you know, basketball uh, uh, clips and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, Spencer Levy, obviously, obviously mm-hmm. our man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. J Law B Ball, <laughs> uh, TV B Ball, Tony Vesaturo, uh-huh. uh, my boy Ryan Rizuki. Like, I'm just super blessed with the team um, that is around mm-hmm. my son. It, it, I'm truly blessed. Wow. 
Wow, that's a that, yeah, that's a high power um, group to be a, be around. Excellent resources too, and every every single one of them, they're just they're they're happy. They're happy um, to. Uh, it doesn't even have to be monetary value. Just uh, they're happy to step aside and talk to you on a personal uh, level. So that's that's a great uh, band to be around. Yeah, how did you uh, how did you get involved with uh, my boy uh, J Law Bebop? Uh, my buddy. Um, introduced me to him so my buddy was working um he's doing some projects for asics and so he would be over at the facility and got to know uh jayla on a very personal level and so uh when i decided to get into skills training um he was the first person that i wanted to basically go go meet uh pretty pretty much wanted to hit the ground running and so um my my buddy knew jayla and we we're talking he said hey come down i'll introduce you to to jay and so sure enough um did that and uh i went i think five times that summer uh down to down to irvine so and sir and then i'm supposed to have supposed to have jayla for um a clinic several weeks ago but um just due to the whole um whole situation um with covid when now we had a we had to postpone it but um but yeah he's been um but he he's been amazing. So um, I mean, so down to earth. Like one of the nicest guys. Uh, everyone kind of says the same thing about him. But yeah, I'm I'm disappointed. I was uh, I was hoping to uh, to catch you at some point. I think the last time I was down there. So, but I'll be back. I'll be I'm in and out of uh, SoCal in the summers, and so I can't I can't wait to to link up. And so hopefully I get to see uh, uh, Elijah out there sometime. Oh yeah, you yeah. definitely will, man. We we used to go um every Friday, practically every Friday, and like if we didn't have a Saturday where we were playing games, we were up there every Saturday morning oh, for sessions. Nice. Um and we loved it. Like we my wife loves it. My wife was um cooking a lot of uh Jordan's uh meals for like his people from like his high level players, people coming from um overseas, like he was like putting their uh whatever plan they were on uh-huh. my wife was able to like do their meal plans and stuff oh, too wow wow yeah so we were up there all the time the unfortunate thing about about a year and a half ago uh almost two years ago i tore my achilles i Oof. had a good tear in it but i was like Man. adamant on getting on getting surgery because i had two back surgeries already mm-hmm. so i was like i'm not getting surgery um and so i basically just kind of was like laying off of that and just kind of like still working out, but not really doing too much, you know, where I can go lateral bound and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it just kept getting worse and worse. Finally, I just said, I got to go and have the surgery. So I had the Mm -hmm. surgery and I hadn't gone to Jordan's in like eight months because I was in a cast. Hmm. I was all messed up. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't really move. So when I finally was able to get my shoes on, my wife drove my son and I up and it was amazing to be there. You know, they, they, they had open arms for Elijah. They were just like, dude, we haven't seen you in so long. And yeah. then now I'm starting to run and jog and my son's helping me get back into shape, which is amazing. Uh-huh. Um, and then COVID-19 happens. Yeah. So now, now, you know, talking to Jordan and, and, and Tony, they're like, dude, we miss you. I'm like, I was ready to come back right now, yeah. but, we're in the COVID-19 stage, so yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to wait until this is all blows over, and and then we got to go up there, and believe uh-huh. me, my son Elijah's like, 
man, I just, I just miss, I just miss it. I, mm-hmm. it's, it's family, you know, it, yeah. he's been going there since he was nine years old. He's known these guys. He's 13 uh, now. Wow. So for us, for us, it was a religion. It was like, what are we doing Fridays? Yeah. Yep. Get your stuff ready. We're going to, we go, we went to Jordan's every Friday night. That's just what we did. Uh-huh. And I helped out every Friday at, at, at classes and I just love it. I yeah. love it there. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. The first time I went up, it was a, it was on a Friday. I went up, uh, I think, for the uh, for the pro sessions in the morning, just to observe and watch. And then I actually jumped in uh, to the uh, to the group session. And uh, I had uh, there were sixth graders in line with me, but I learned I learned so much that day. Um, yeah, I didn't care that I was like the I was like standing out. Because actually his um, his website uh, manager was actually actually showed up from Atlanta that day, so he was a little bit older than me. But I almost felt out of place just because I was going to be like the oldest guy there. But, um, but man, it just, uh, I, you know, I just humbled myself. I, I wanted to learn from Jay. And so just, you know, in that session with 12-year-olds, um, man, I learned a lot. He actually, he, he pulled me aside a couple of times and uh, fit, fixed uh, certain movements. And, um, man, that was, a, that was a great in just one session. Man, like to this day, I'm still doing drills from that one session, and so to go there on a weekly basis, man, that's that's um that that's a huge. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's, it's 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 a it's a game changer. I'll yeah. tell you what, like you said, I'm the old man in in the gym now. <laughs> I was never the old man in the gym. I'm 41 years old, so when I go to Jordan's gym, uh-huh. or if I jump into any gym, usually uh-huh. I'm the oldest guy there. <laughs> now I might have the loudest voice. I might have the most energy. I might be the most goofiest <laughs> and uh, carefree person. So I might act like I'm 11 years old, but <laughs> I'm usually the oldest. But I'm definitely a student of the game. Yeah. I don't mind. I'll humble myself. I go uh-huh. in there. I'm the same way as you. I'll learn. There I'll see go. a move. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. And then it's me, Tony, and Jordan. Maybe Spencer's there too, Max. Uh-huh. And I'll... I'll get in line really quick and try to do the move and, and same thing. I'm like, I want to learn it because if uh-huh. I learn it and kind of learn it right, yeah. if I'm going slow, mm-hmm. I can take that to my program and now yes, show sir. them. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. See? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. Hey, learning is really, really, really hands-on. Now, a lot of times, uh, you know, I post a lot of content um, on my page and whatnot and, um, there's a lot of comments. Oh, I'm going to add this to the bag. Oh man. Thanks. Thanks for sharing this. I'm going to use this ASAP. Right. Like I'm, and I'll, I'll comment right back, man, get after it, you know, use it. Um, but then I know in the back of my mind, it's, it's, um, they're not going to learn, um, as fast as if they were actually to get in the gym with me. And then we could, we could take it kind of step by step because they could watch it one way, but you know, every, um, most people are, you know, hands-on learner. And so if I were to actually show you, be right next to you showing you, you're going to pick it up and retain it much better than actually seeing me do it. I might do it really fast and you might not catch the little details, but to have someone teach it to you and you do it, um, that's the beauty about like personal training. And actually, because you can watch Jordan's uh, videos, uh, YouTube, um, his um, his online programs, and uh, pretty much I'm pretty sure you've consumed a lot of those that content but for you to actually step in line and have them show it to you is when it finally clicks and so um yeah that's a um that's the benefit of of in-person training i think and i guess i'm kind of getting on the rabbit trail because i just released an online program and so um 
I don't want people skip now right now it's kind of what we need in the moment obviously because we can't see each other in person but I can't wait to just get back out that way um, we could finally uh, go over basically I could be right there and uh, showing these um, these guys right now we've been doing a lot of virtual training and so it's it's nice I'm able to in real time kind of correct them it's been okay um, but yeah nothing nothing like hopping in line and so that's that I would love to see that you have to let me know because uh, I want to be right behind you in line. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I definitely. I think it's so much fun. Yeah. I, I love the fact that he teaches um, the progressions and building blocks. Yes, so like yes. first progression might be a, a pocket go. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Balls, pull ball the pocket. You, you you go to the rim or you go into your shot. Yeah. Then it might be pocket. Um, you know, obviously then you go between your legs because they, they, they move to ball side. So mm -hmm. you go between the legs. Um, that's your second building block. Then the third building block might be you go pocket, they cut off, uh, they're, they're going to strong side to ball. So mm -hmm. then you go between your legs, yeah. they leap back over. Then you go cross. Mm -hmm. So pocket between cross. It's like, oh man, yeah. those are the building blocks that I love about the teaching of the game. Yeah. And like I said, like Cody Topper says, it's bones over cones. So it's mm. he's got a body in front of you. Now he's telling you what you have to do next. And I love it. Yeah. That's what helps us grow as people and as students of the yeah. game, I believe. There you go. There you go. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah that's uh, that's kind of way I emulated my kind of training style and um, in that regard. And where um, we'll, we'll call it skill stacking. Right. You show one. Uh, you you have a basically your your starting block or your your first move and then you start adding the counters. If someone walks to the gym and you're on like the fifth set, they're just gonna they're gonna wonder like what in the world you're doing. Like man, this dude's this dude's scamming kids probably showing them all these uh five dribble move combos. But then you start you start uh the progression small and you just uh you uh you keep adding it and uh yeah it's just, it's just um. I, I love it. It's just, um, it's so much fun. Like as a trainer, you could stay on that skill for anywhere from 15 minutes to, or even most of your, um, most of your session. It's almost like a, it's almost like a trainer hack, but I mean, even if, uh, just on my own doing it, I, I, I enjoy just really just stacking skills, um, um, together. And so absolutely yeah that's great what how do you feel about film versus skills like um as of right now students are obviously home mm -hmm. um and i try to put my son in the best possible situation i can because i already know you know with the video games the ipad the, the telephone he can literally just part of my French, he could just really fuck up a day uh -huh. and like literally get nothing going on. Yeah. So for me, I have, I, I notice mm -hmm. that myself and my family do really, really well with like a, a calendar, like a system. So like mm -hmm. today's Wednesday. All right, kid, you're going to wake up. You're going to give me 30 second sprints, 94 feet. You're going to give me 10 sets of those. Then mm -hmm. you're going to run a mile and a half as almost like a sprint mm -hmm. after you get done with that you're coming home you're going to do a full body workout some core in there as well mm -hmm. you're going to get in 15 20 minutes of your daily vitamins of dribbling we're going to get on your doctor dish when it's not raining mm -hmm. and then when you come home when i come home 
we have to do film breakdown for about 20, 30 minutes, and then we're going to play some one-on-one if it's a, if it's a clear day. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how do you feel about that film breakdown versus skill work? I, I wish I could have studied film back in the day. I really wish I could have. Um, so that's, um, that, that's amazing. You're, you're putting together that daily regimen uh, for him because, I mean, uh, when, when, I was, when I was younger, uh, I, had, I had work ethic and drive. Um, I wish I had more of a system um, to, to follow growing up. Um, so it was just growing up is kind of just sheer will, just just try to get at it in any way possible. But the fact that you put a, together a regimen, um, that's 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 fantastic. And that film part, it's going to be essential. He might he might not like it. Um, but then that's um, man, you got You got to study the game mentally, obviously. So everything you mentioned was uh, everything was physical. Right, shooting, uh, sprinting, all that's physical, and then the film part—that's that's the mental part. Give the body a rest, um, but I mean, you're still growing because you gotta you gotta be able to to think the game, and so that's that that's really important. It's one thing that we don't. Um, I don't think I've really heard it stressed to the youth about about film. I mean, uh, coaches, trainers—they're going over film uh, a lot with with pro players. Um, but you don't really hear many coaches talking about film um, with younger players. So I think that's actually you make up you make a really great point um, that it's actually not stressed enough with with the younger players. And so, yeah, I'll, everyone has access to some kind of a device. And um, rather than watching uh, mixes, um, film, could you could see the kind of like imperfections uh going on really rather than just something upbeat happening one after the other like a lot of mixes on instagram like instagram you can't really um well an ig tv you could back it up but obviously when you're going through film you could you back it up fast forward um you get really you get to slow it down so that's actually one thing um that youth kind of don't have um that they really aren't implementing in their own game because we're telling them oh right now because you can't go outside you got a ball handle and then um, when, you know, when uh, when coat when courts were back open, you know, you got to tell them to, to get their, you know, you know, a couple hundred to five hundred shots up a day. But you don't really hear like a lot of film um, being implemented. So I actually I really like that. So for a 13 year old, man, I, I, I wish I wish I could have been told to watch film. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you th- what do you think are the most important? things a player needs to go to battle uh to go to battle it's uh well when you use the word battle obviously that's that's going to start from the inside uh once you uh i mean uh you got to have um the the size of the uh the fight in you right and so um skill obviously obviously skill is is very important but when push comes to shove um it's just really sheer sheer will will kind of like uh kind of like defense Right. There's all these tactics um, we could we could teach you on, on defense. Um, but then, I mean, if it's uh, if you don't have the I mean, if you don't have the heart. Right. You don't have you don't have the mindset, the mentality. Um, it's it's almost um, uh, I hate to say it, though, but we, you could teach a kid so much. All these moves, all these options. I had to get a shot off quick. But if they just don't have if they don't have a drive. It's it's almost um, sadding to think that it could just it could just be a waste. Um, and so one thing I'm trying to actually figure out <clears throat> is how 
to train heart. Like you can't, I know you, you probably can't teach it, but I, I really, really want to know if there's a way you could train heart. Like you got a kid for like one hour and you got to cover skills, but how do you train heart? Maybe in a group session, you could put together some kind of cutthroat drill, but it's got to come from the inside. Um, for, for me, when my dad threw me against the varsity guys um, in the, in the seventh uh, grade, um, you, you, I mean, you, there's no other choice. There's no other choice. I mean, you had been, uh, you got ready by doing push-ups all week, abs all week. Uh, he didn't let me start, he didn't let me lift weights till the ninth grade. So, I mean, you're just busting out, um, all your push-ups, um, every other day, getting ready to, to go up against that high school senior, um, who's got a couple offers. And so you, you just had to bring it. Um, but when you, yeah, when you go to battle, it's, um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be built tough from within first. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I believe. It starts with the inside and then the outside, you could train, you could train for the outside. Um, but the inside, that's, um, that's another level of dedication. And, uh, you've, you've got to have it all the tools in the world, um, at your disposal mean nothing, nothing without the, uh, without the inside. So, Oh, I love that. I like that. Best piece of advice you got from a coach. Best piece of advice. So when I was uh, in eighth grade, um, my coach wrote down at, uh, on a three by five card, uh, two things for me to work on. We had just come off uh, the na- uh, nationals. We placed, we placed seventh. We were actually the number one team in uh, Northern California. We, we never played our own age group. We always had to play up, but for, um, for nationals, we had to, we had to play our age group for the, like in the regional qualifier, local qualifier. We just, it was a cakewalk through the championship uh, round went over to Orlando for the, uh, the nationals. And we dropped one game in particular. We, we were so far in the tournament that because we dropped that one game, the best we could do was a seventh place. Um, I mean, we had, we were at tournaments where there's this one team who won three uh, national championships in a row. They got beat by a Seattle team, Seattle rotary. The next morning we thought we were supposed to play that, that team that's won the three a championship in a row. We ended up playing that Seattle team, beat them. And so we were actually, we actually made a lot of noise um, um, back in the day. And so when we got to nationals, the, um, that coach that won the three national championships in a row, they're from Texas, actually saw my coach and said, Hey, we're going to, we're, we're going to see you in the championship game, but we dropped one game in particular. So the best we could do is only seventh place right after, right after we um, nationals were sitting at the airport <clears throat> My coach gives me a three by five and I still have it to this day. Um, and he wrote, um, play with, um, play with a relaxed intensity. Cause when you talked about going to battle, I, I had it, I had the, uh, I had the, I had the fight in me. Um, but then, I mean, I was kind of like, I could have been like a loose cannon, like out there, but I mean, whoever their player was, the coach would ha- have me go and basically eat them up on, on defense. But he's, he wrote, play with a relaxed intensity. And the second thing he wrote was be a more vocal leader. And I always felt like I could lead by example. Um, be, right. become one of, I, was, I, was, I was actually shy uh, growing up by nature. Um, I would just, my first, um, my first speech uh that i that i did after high school i completely bombed i was just 
I was just, um, I was really, really shy by nature, like talking to girls just wasn't really my thing uh, growing up. And, but he wrote there, play, uh, become more of a, become a vocal leader. And so I kept those things and still, um, I still have that card to this day. And I, I think about it um, all the time. And um, just because the fact that he wrote it down, obviously I remember and take it to heart or have taken it to heart like throughout the years. Um, but that was just, uh, for me personally, that was like the, that was the best advice that I got. And the fact that it was on a physical, uh, uh, um, piece of, uh, paper that I could go back and really relive that moment. Um, it, that's, that's what stuck with me, um, throughout the years. Nice. So. I like that. Yeah. You, I mean, vocal, vocal leadership is huge. Mm-hmm. I, I try to preach that to my son all the time too. Uh, it's tough for him at 13 cause he's got a lot of kids on his team that are bigger. Uh-huh. So it's, it's tough for him to be, but I told him, Hey man, I played, I played the game amongst trees myself and guess what? They were taking advice and direction from the shortest guy on, on the, on the court. <laughs> I'm all because I have a mouthpiece. I'm mm-hmm. loud. I'm going to tell you. And, and then what, what's it's great. I tell him is I was like, if we're playing, uh, you know, man to man, two, three, whatever it is, but if I'm in the help, position uh-huh. and and i can tell them hey man i got your left side if they come middle i got your back i got your back if if uh if if, if they go baseline i got you i got you i got you on the baseline like mm-hmm. me telling them that and screaming it out they, they were like shoot this and you got to embrace that voice mm-hmm. yeah so, for sure yeah i respect that i love that uh-huh. i love it coach <laughs> man what's it's your a... favorite move to do in a game my favorite move to do in a game um, is honestly to to pull it from deep. Um, uh, yeah, there's really as far as like a go to move, it's uh, I, I just love pulling. If you're gonna give me a little space, I'll pull it. Now I teach, it's, I'll teach a lot of moves, and we'll show all these like ball handling stuff, uh, put on a ball handling dis- display. But to be honest, like people call me like a man, like man, you're they they like to compliment like my ball handling to be honest i like to shoot it when it comes to the in, in the game the next thing i'll do is hezzy like fake that fake that pull up next thing i'll do is create space so i can get right back to that three-point line maybe set me an on-ball screen i'm gonna find the uh, three-point line honestly i i love to shoot it um and so just any any way um now there's obviously many many ways to to find that open shot, but honestly, I I just like to pull it. Just give me in a little on ball screen, I'll come off of it. Um, that's that's really uh, my go to move. As far as like an actual like an actual move um, that that I'll do is um, I'll kind of do a uh, uh, a delayed through the legs. Um, so I'll just go delayed through the legs, and depending what the defense is gonna do. I'm going off of it. So if I go delayed through and he doesn't react, I'm I'm right by him. Now, if I go delayed through and he steps back, if I see him take a step back, I'll just simply pull it back right into the shot. So that's that's kind of my go-to move. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, nothing. I love yeah. it. I'm, I'm a huge shooter. I'm a huge shooter, too. That's what we do in my house, yeah. my son, too. There you go. We shoot the rock. Yep. We like to shoot the yes, rock. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm I'm more of a one dribble pool kind of guy. I like getting to that mid range. I'm old school. Uh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, the mid range yeah. is uh yeah. It's um they 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 say it all the time now. The the mid range is is, is lacking, and so, but yeah, 
There you go. We got to bring um, we got to bring the the mid range back. Man. So absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I'd be trying. To, I'm, I'm trying to beat a dead horse with my son. Yeah. And get to the mid range, kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with everyone pulling up, uh, you know, old clips of Kobe. Hopefully, the mid range uh, starts coming back a little bit. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with that, what was your favorite MJ moment? Ah, my favorite MJ moment. Uh, <clears throat> it might have been the push off. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, the, I, I guess. Okay. The, I guess the Jazz because the drag. So that's a he. He pulled off a little cross drag, and so we go into a lot of drag series, like under drags or cross drags or punch drags. And so, uh, seeing MJ pull off a, a little drag there was uh, was was nice. And then, like seeing how much like separation he got. Um, and so, because you're teaching, like you teach a lot of separation in in skills training. And so, to see that, that was a that that was really cool. So nice. Yeah. Okay. What about your favorite MJ shoe? MJ shoe. Um. It would probably have to be it would probably have to be the Jordan Eleven Conquers just because that I remember uh, my brother he he really loved them uh, the Elevens and then uh, I remember going eBay as a college student um, I didn't have like the most money but then um, I knew for his birthday I wanted to get him those uh, Jordan Elevens I can to be honest I wasn't a huge Jordan guy myself um, but then uh, I owned I owned a couple pairs. But then uh, I really, really wanted to get my brother those those uh, those um, Jordan Levins because in uh, Space Jam, which is my favorite movie of all time, obviously he's wearing Space Jam. Um, but then, um, yeah, those um, either way it was the Space Jam or like the the, the Concords. Like I really wanted to get my brother that pair just because Space Jam be my favorite movie. It just it just had to be in my house. So um, yeah, I just I would go with the Levins. Okay, nice. I'm a Jordan 3 guy, but right I, I like the 11 as well. There you go. So, uh, if, if any of my listeners wanted to uh, reach out to you, get a hold of you, uh, where can they find you, sir? At I Can Be Ball. Um, so, yeah, we're on, uh, we're on Instagram. Uh, we're actually uh, we're, on, we're on TikTok, too, at I Can Be Ball. So, uh, yeah, those are, those are two um, main platforms. 